Welcome to the Birthful Podcast. I'm Adriana Lozada, and today we're going to be talking about all things rebozo. The rebozo is a magical tool that can help you connect with your partner during labor, ground you when things get intense, and even calm and help center your children when they are overwhelmed. It also carries history and tradition. Gina Kirby is back to tell us more. Stay tuned. This episode of Birthful is brought to you by Natural Breastfeeding and their free quick start video, which shows you a simple technique to prevent nipple pain and the easiest way to help your newborn latch and for you to produce enough milk for your baby. Go watch it at naturalbreastfeeding.com. The Birthful Podcast, talking to maternity pros to inform your intuition. Hello, Mighty Mamas and Mamas-to-be. As always, thank you for listening and for all the love you give the show. I really appreciate all your comments and requests, so please keep them coming. You may have noticed that at the start of the show that we have a new sponsor, and I'm super excited because it's a product that I love, created by two ladies that I truly admire. I'm talking about Natural Breastfeeding's Quick Start video that was created by Dr. Teresa Nesbitt and Nancy Moorbacher. And Dr. Teresa and Nancy are world-renowned breastfeeding experts whom you may also remember from past podcast episodes. If not, go listen to them. Um, they have created a 38-minute quick start video that gives you everything, everything you need to know to get started with natural breastfeeding. And best of all, they made it absolutely free. I'm telling you, if you're planning on breastfeeding or you recently got started, you need to watch this. Simply go to naturalbreastfeeding.com. That's naturalbreastfeeding.com to learn more. I highly recommend it. Go watch it. I also want to remind you that it would be super fabulous if you would rate the show on iTunes, even if that's not how you usually listen to it. Because ratings and reviews are especially helpful for getting the podcast in front of more mamas. So please go do that. And since we are talking reviews, let me tell you about a recent one left by a law student in Boston that says, Great topics, and I learned so many new things that I never knew before. Baby-led weaning and elimination communication were amazing topics that, until now, I didn't know existed. Very much enjoying this podcast while I'm pregnant. Law student in Boston, congratulations on your pregnancy. From the bottom of my heart, I wish you a smooth and flowing birth, and thanks for letting us know how much you're enjoying the show. Today, we'll be talking about rebozos, or rebozos, which is a magical tool that not many people know about, and it may very well join the ranks of baby-led weaning and elimination communication as one of those topics that the law student in Boston didn't even know you existed. So I'm super extra, extra excited today because I have Gina Kirby, my dear friend, on the show. And this is, you're the first person who's going to be on the show for the third time. That's how much we love you here. <laughs> I'm going to tell all of you why Dina is so amazing. She has, she's a mother of four. She's a childbirth educator, has an online radio show, show called Progressive Parenting, which I recommend you check out. And she also travels all around the world teaching 
partners about how they can help laboring women find comfort during childbirth through her Rebosa workshops. And also childbirth educators and doulas, it's not just for the partners, right? Um, she blogs, she baby wears, and she wants moms to know that they are not being, what they are not being told and that they are not alone. Gina, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm super honored. I was like, oh yeah, this is the third time I've been on your show. I know, but it's because it's been going on for like a year and a half. So I have you on about every six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm honored. I love, I love your podcast. I really do. And I tell people about it all the time. So, and I'm always learning something new when I listen to your show. Yay. I love it. And I realized I was reading this bio, but in the past six months, you've been super busy. You've You've actually written and put out two different books. Tell us a little bit about those. Oh, yeah. Well, so the the latest one I'm super excited about, but I, actually both of them. So the first one that I put out, um, they're both like three years in the making, really. Um, and that one is about helping to introduce, helping doulas and midwives introduce the rebozo to their clients. And that was like the biggest thing for me when I first learned about the Rebozo. I learned about it, um, like how to use it, but I really had no idea, like, how am I going to, how am I going to show this to my clients? Like, when do I do this? When do I, um, uh, when do I pull it out? Like in transition, I, I used to do that. That was terrible. Like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the moms in labor just like, <sighs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So you're telling me that you're having some round ligament pain. So we're going to use this thing. This is a rebozo. I pull it out of my bag and she's like nodding at me going, uh, uh. <laughs> like, don't do that. That was terrible. Um, it took me a long time to figure out um, how to make it a part of me and how to share it with my clients in a way that wasn't weird and exotic. I mean, it has the word bozo in it for crying out loud. So it's like, it's a strange kind of other thing to your clients. And I figured out a way to make it not be that way and um, how to introduce it to your clients in a way where they they not only get it, but love it and fall in love with it and have like a relationship with it. So um, that's my the book that just recently came out. And then the most, most recent one uh, that isn't even really out yet, it's only available for pre-sale, is um, Rebozo Me Mommy. And I am really stoked about sharing that because it really has made a difference in our family and in our students' lives. I'll have so many students over the years tell me, hey, I went and did what you told me to do. I went home and I used the rebozo on my kids and my husband. And oh my God, Gina, and the stories that they tell me are crazy. Um, and how it's just changed their lives, especially moms who've had, who have children with um, uh, all, all manner of things. Like I have um, clients who have used it on their kids with Down syndrome. I have a child with Down syndrome and told me like, oh my gosh, you know, you wouldn't believe it or who have uh, sensory issues or have um, Asperger's or have autism and have told me you won't believe what this has done for my child. So I'm really, really excited about sharing that. That's fantastic. I can't wait to read it. And so let's start at the beginning because this show is going to be all things Rebozo. What is a Rebozo? What is a rebozo? So a rebozo, for somebody who has never, ever heard about it, is a um, a long shawl from Mexico. Typically, I say long, but it's typically anywhere from like six feet to nine feet long. Um, and Mexican midwives, um, well, I'll go back a little bit more. The rebozo was actually first kind of thrust upon the um, native women of the uh, 
what the region that we now know as Mexico, but the indigenous women there were kind of had it thrust upon them by the Spaniards who were like, okay, we've conquered you now and you're going to worship our God in our way. And you need to cover your head when you come into our church and this is what you wear. And so what they introduced really wasn't, it wasn't a reboso at all. It was a mantilla from Spain. And um, in fact, and the Spaniards had that um, introduced to them about probably 700 years prior um, by the, um, uh, we don't say Moors anymore, that's the bad word, um, by the Arabic peoples who lived there for 700 years. And um, so when you go to Spain, you'll see mosques there and you'll still still see women wearing mantillas. This is a, a, sh a smaller version of the rebozo, if you will. And so what I love is that the indigenous women of Mexico took that and made it their own. Like they, they decided like, this is silly to only wear it on Sundays. Like, why would I only use it one day? So they've made, they made it into uh, something that was their own, which I love. And they made it longer so that they could wear their babies in it while they were working. And um, the rebozo over time became like the symbol of Mexican womanhood. And you just, you don't see women walking around without one. I mean, even nowadays, even in modern cities like Mexico City, um, it's kind of gone away a little bit, but you'll still see women walking around wearing their rebozos. And um, back in the day, you could tell if a woman was married or not by the way she wore her rebozo. You could tell if she was a widow or not by the way she wore it. And um, it's really very, very, very um sacred to the women of Mexico and not just women, but like their husbands too, because you have to um, think about how a lot of these people were worn in rebozos. Like this is like a big part of their lives. And so when uh, I'm, I share the rebozo in my workshops, I really make a big deal out of uh, the cultural significance of it. It's not just some piece of fabric. It really means a lot to um, uh, the people of Mexico. And of course, uh, as all things do, it moved down into Central America and in South America, you can find rebozos there too. So it's not just, um, you know, people are like, couldn't I just use a towel or a, or a scarf? And I'm like, shudder. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no it, not if you're going to use, um, you know, this uh, ancient wisdom that's been passed down, you know, um, parteras, midwives in Mexico have been using it for centuries to help women in labor. And if you're going to be using it in that way, I really encourage you to make sure that you're uh, at the very least buying from, you know, indigenous peoples who who hand make them and not, you know, using a, a, a store-bought one or yeah, not store-bought, but machine-made ones. You know, you support the local peoples who are um, making these beautiful pieces of art. Uh, and it with, is art because it has, yeah. it's the woven pattern. It's the colors they use. Like it is really beautiful. And, and how each, you know, from Mexico on down, like you mentioned, they all adapt and bring in their own weaving techniques and their own weaving styles. And so it becomes very much, you know, like a Peruvian rebozo or a Mexican rebozo. You can see the difference. Yeah. And yeah. And from family to family, too, even in like in Mexico, from city to city, you can tell, you know, you're like, oh, OK, I know where you got that from. I'm getting better at recognizing rebozos. Now. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know where that came from. That's that's definitely from Oaxaca. Um, but yeah, they're all they're all very different and they're all um, works of art and uh, people who have taken uh, my workshop, uh, you know, they come away looking at the rebozo differently 
um, they start to look at it like, um, especially doulas and midwives, like it's their assistant in, in births. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I do so much better when I can see your face and I'm like looking at computer. <laughs> a picture. Uh, it's different when I'm interviewing somebody, but when I'm the one talking, I don't know. Uh, so I got to tell you my own personal story since you've gotten me hooked on rebozos and I've taken your courses. Um, now I have, and I have several because you can't just have one, especially right, if you're a doula, right? Yeah. And, but I've, there's this green one that, um, that's different. It's, it's, so I also appreciate, I appreciate all the Mexican and, and the Latin American rebozos. And, but I also appreciate the sort of Southeast Asian, they're not oh, called yeah. rebozos, but sort of that same, um, for more of a day to day usage. I like that. I've been wearing this green one, long one bamboo one that I have around as a scarf. Mm -hmm. And, I keep going back at it because it is soft. It is, you can feel that it's not just synthetic, you know? You can feel that there was some care put into it, the, the the materials and the fi the fibers um, and the way it was made. So I suddenly had a, this light before I, I said, I've got to get Gina back on, on the show again. I realized the rebozo now for me, it's almost like a little security blanket. Yes. You know, it's become like, oh, put on my scarf and it's nice and soft and it's kind of hugging me and and it's kind of, yeah, it's like a, a throwback to childhood of carrying a... <laughs> a blinky, right? Blink. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. Um, uh, it, it really works that way. I had a woman come and take my workshop. She's from Mexico and she came and took my, my workshop in California somewhere. Um, and she took it cause to get this, she was bored <laughs> and she went on like Eventbrite to see what was going on around her. She was visiting uh, her sister. Anyway, she comes to my workshop and, uh, she said, can I interject something? And I'm like, oh yeah, please all day long. And I was talking about like the cultural significance of the rebozo. And she said, well, when I wear my rebozo and, and she says it right, not rebozo, but my, my rebozo, yeah. when I wear my rebozo, I feel grounded and I remember who I am. And I was like, dang, that's, mm. that's beautiful. And I love it. And I'll go to a birth sometimes, you know, Adriana, and I won't even use it. <laughs> like, oh, shocker, right? And the only thing I'll do maybe is I, I wear it because it's usually cold in the hospital. Um, or I, um, I'll just use it, just wrap it around my, my client's shoulders and kind of pull down a little bit on both sides just to help her get grounded if I feel like she's getting a little afraid maybe of her contractions or something or she's coming out of her out of her body and help her to like ground her again and just this simple act of just putting it around her shoulders it's like magic I love it mm. and so for new unexpected moms how I, I love how it we can trace your journey in also how they can you know, use the rebozo and expand on it in their lives. So you started discovering this beauty of the rebozo as a tool bringing, you know, birth partners and moms together. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, when I first started using it, I was, I tell everybody, I used it like a tool. I wasn't really looking at it the way that I look at it now. Um, and what I found, and it wasn't even me, it was my husband that pointed it out. <laughs> course, Craig. He's uh, such an observant one. He that is Craig. observant. He's always <laughs> observing everything. So he, he noticed though that like the letters that I was getting from clients were changing after um, I'd been using the Rebozo for about a year. 
And he's like, the letters aren't the same anymore. You used to get letters that said, oh, I'm so glad you were there. We couldn't have done it without you. And now you're getting like thank you notes to an LMFT. Like these letters are, I've never felt closer to my wife. Like I was getting letters from dads, which I never did before. Um, and, you know, letters from mom saying, you know, I never felt closer to my husband or, you know, one client actually did say like, you saved our marriage. And I was like, I didn't do anything. You guys did that. <laughs> um, but it, and, you know, I was starting to think like, maybe I'm just this great doula. And my husband's like, no, dummy, it's the remote. <laughs> and he like really pointed out that like, it was keeping me from being tired when I came home from births. I wasn't complaining anymore about my neck hurting or my legs hurting or my arms hurting. Um, that the rebozo was like helping me uh, and helping my clients and it was fostering so much connection. And it, the, once I realized that um, the way that I did my doula work changed completely, I really um, am kind of in the background where I, I kind of put my couple together, I give them the rebozo and I walk away. And um, it's really helped me. I, we noticed that um, the, the, the amount of time that I spent at births uh, diminished uh, quite a bit uh, because, you know, my clients knew how to use the rebozo. So I wasn't being called into births really early anymore. Uh, I wasn't like that extra set of eyes waiting for that pot to boil. And, um, you know, they got to be alone together longer because they felt comfortable using the rebozo. Like they really didn't call me until they felt like they really, really needed me. And so the amount of times I, I was spending at births was lessened. And um, the actual like birthing time for my clients got used. It's pretty short. And I really believe that it's the rebozo. It's um, how they use it with one another to foster that connection. And that connection is what helps the labors go faster, I think. Well, absolutely. Because, I mean, we all know that the ideal thing for birth to flow is release of oxytocin and getting out of getting out of your way. Mm-hmm. And yep. anything that helps you do that, where you're no longer thinking like, oh, the time and what da, 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 but that mm-hmm. you can just get into that groove and let go, even better if you can do that with your partner, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and and it really does help to to foster that, especially with like my favorite, one of my go tos all the time is um, I call it the tent. And it's just throwing the rebozo over my mom where she could be alone. Or if she has a partner, I like to throw it over both of them. And it can be really helpful in situations where, like, you know, maybe mom wanted to have a home birth, but the partner, you know, didn't. (laughs) And so they're in the hospital and she maybe doesn't want to be there. It's so nice to just throw the rebozo over both of them. And it's like, it's my Harry Potter (laughs) thing where um, I just throw it over both of them and they're in, like, their own room of of requirement. Like... (laughs) They they go to another place. They're not in the hospital anymore, and it's just the two of them. And I, I always tell everybody, like, get your clients under there and have them, you know, hotbox that oxytocin and really get into each other and kind of feel like they're not, you know, wherever they are. And even at a home birth, it's really nice to just kind of throw that rebozo over the two of them and let them just be in that little private, private space alone and not thinking about, like, maybe how messy their house is or you know anything that might be able to take them out of that birth area. So I love the rebozo for that. I think it's magic. Yeah. I found also that it, so I've started introducing it to my clients, not in transition, but, you know, in prenatal meetings. Yeah. Yes. Do that. So, <laughs> yes. So, you know, for moms and, and for expectant moms out there listening, like if you're thinking about it, 
go get a rebozo and and check out what it's about. And then look, Gina has a great guide uh, on how to use the rebozo. So you can take a look at that and test out these things beforehand. So yeah. what... One of the things I keep hearing back from clients is I introduce it. I we do you know we do several things, but I do say one of the things you can do is use it as a tent, and I have them look you know get closer, look at each other, and put put mm -hmm. it over them. And of course, you see the stress melting. But then I ask them like, "How is this? How was that?" And it lessens their fears. Of the upcoming birth. They go like, oh, okay. I can see how this is going to be good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So oh already like taking away that stress way before you even get to, you know, the moment of truth. It's fantastic. I, yeah, I, I keep saying it's magic, but it feels like that. It really like the intimacy that it fosters immediately is so delicious and neat to watch like you said you can kind of see them melt a little when you put it over them and mm -hmm. um, that uh, the minute you know they have that eye contact and they are creating all of that oxytocin that just you can see it you can like physically see it happen to them where they relax and go okay i think we can do this and that's really exciting oh and um i want to tell you i'm gonna i'm offering right now um, for the rest of this month, this is my Mother's Day gift to everybody. Um, so, my offline Rebozo workshop at um, a $71 off. So instead of $170 for my four-hour online workshop, well, let's do the math. It's $99. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day. So for everybody listening past May, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, or, or month, you know, call Gina and see, and she right might now. just hook you up anyway. Yeah. But right now, for the rest of the month, um, just use the um, coupon code one doula. All one, one word, doula. all uppercase. All so caps. not the number one, but the O-N-E. O-N-E doula. Cool. And yeah. all right. So so then you went, you discovered the how it was helping parents during the birth and then where does this new book come from and what are some of the techniques and what what are the benefits what are the pros what do have you heard like give me okay, tell me so, about the book yeah okay <laughs> let me tell you so it kind of came uh from me practicing on my family and then like the feedback i was getting from them and then uh, I would tell my clients, not my clients, my students, go home and try this on your family. And that's where it came from, is from my students telling me, oh my gosh, Gina, you wouldn't believe what happened. One of the very first things, that, uh, feedback that I got was that uh, a doula used the rebozo, some of the relaxation techniques that I teach in my workshop, on her um, grandma in hospice. And so she got to spend the last days of her grandma's life with, you know, with her grandma and she used the rebozo and that really touched me. She was like, Gina, I just, I never thought I would use it outside of a labor and here I am using it on my grandma. And I just, I was really touched by that letter. And, um, and then it was just more and more emails that I got from my clients, uh, my, my students saying, oh my gosh, I tried this on my kids. And the, you know, what happened afterwards was ridiculous. Like these kids would just fall asleep or, and then they would uh, ask 
for it specifically. Like, Mama, will you get the, the Zozo is what one of my uh, students' kids calls it. And he like, can't go to sleep without his Zozo. And I love it. It just makes me super happy just to hear these stories. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I have to share this with everyone. I need to put this someplace. And, and I got to write this book. Mm-hmm. And it's just taken me forever because, you know, all the free time I have um, <laughs> between workshops and children and um, all of that stuff. It's been a long time coming. And it's not like it's a really long book either. But I, I'm really excited about how much it's going to help um, moms and, and dads uh, in their parenting. Um, like when uh, we just talked about the tent, right? The tent's really helpful in labor, uh, in early labor, uh, pre-labor for moms to help her uh, relax and kind of go away into her own world. And the same thing happens with your children. I like to use it. This is like a, like our timeout and using the rebozo, um, but with me and my little one under there. And it really helps them to kind of like let go of everything else. It really helps them to um, focus just on you, right? Which is really hard to get like say a three or a four-year-old to do. Uh, and really talk to you. And that's where I go with my um, uh, my 10-year-old who has Down syndrome. It's so much easier for her to just like focus under there. And um, it's just so helpful. It's beautiful. It's a, And it's a great for you too as a parent to like get you to calm down. You know, like when you react to your children's behavior, um, you know, if you can catch yourself doing that, going, oh my gosh, you know what? We need to go under the rebozo. Let's have a chat. And you get under there with them and you have that eye contact and everything else is gone. Oh, it's just the two of you under there. It's precious. It really is. It's really beautiful. Mm. And even for little, like older kids or smaller kids, you can do different techniques. Because I think it's, again, a tool that lets you connect and go back to calming. And touch is so calming. And we don't like give ourselves permission to just relax and cuddle so this takes away the the tension and the stress by saying i'm going to you know put this like now you're focusing on the fact that i'm i'm you know massaging you with this covering you or mm-hmm. moving it from your head to your body to 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 your toes and you know you you're focusing on that and so your guard goes down yes yeah Absolutely. And, it, you know, you can kind of forget, like, what, why were we both upset? <laughs> <laughs> it's because it fosters that connection. It's so important. It's so good um, when, when you can get away from that, you know, and it's just remembering to use it and getting into the habit of using it. Um, but just, I, I tell people, just give it a shot and you will be so surprised at the results that you get. And I can't wait to hear back from people after they start using this and um, not, you know, so it's not just my students that know about it, but parents, you don't have to be a doula mama to use a rebozo. You can just be a mama and it's wonderful. I'm using it. Um, I did an interview the other day and somebody, they had a, like a live chat and someone asked during the live chat, can I use it on my 2000 300 month old husband. (laughs) I was like, yes, you absolutely can. And I encourage you to do so because it's not, it's like a family rebozo. It's not just for your kids. It's for, you can use it on each other and really help to, you know, foster that relationship. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully they'll use it on you as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope, right? Well, I have, I have a bunch of pictures of my kids using it on me, which is fun. 
Oh, cool. What's another, is there another technique that you can share over the airwaves? I know we don't have pictures, but. I know that's the hard part, right? Um, well, one of my favorites is the, um, and you can see it on my, um, I have a, a little video that I made to promote the book and I show like, you can see it just for a little bit, but it's called the blindfold technique. And um, my Charlie really likes it. Um, she kind of feels all the feels all the time and is kind of easily overwhelmed. So using that on her, she like really enjoys it before bedtime and getting her to kind of relax and unwind before we get into the bed. Like that's one of her favorite things. And we use it on moms in labor to help um, lower their blood pressure, get them to relax, get them back into their body. Um, it, I like to use it uh, during like any kind of transition from let's say home to hospital you know, when you get mom to the hospital and at home, her contractions are five minutes apart. But then like after she's been kind of poked and prodded and asked questions during contractions, you know, after all of that, you get to your contractions are like a half an hour apart now or maybe an hour apart and you need to get back to good. Well, we use the blindfold technique and that works so great on your kids on getting them to just relax and let go of. Uh, whatever it was that was bothering them and help them kind of get back into their bodies and not feel that overwhelm. Uh, and it's not its not just for like little kids. I wanna share, um, if you don't mind, uh, an excerpt from my book. Uh, it's sure. A story, uh, it's a story from uh, Jessica Chapman, who is a student of mine, and she sent me this um, really sweet uh, email. So I have her permission to, it's in the book, so <laughs> I have her permission to share it. It's called, uh, she titled it, Mending a Broken Heart, Closing the Bones and Putting the Pieces Back Together. So yesterday, my 16-year-old daughter's heart was broken. A boy she loves does not love her back. I picked her up from school, and she fell apart. I was struggling for hours with the depth of her despair and how to hold her through it. It isn't easy when you also have a 10-month-old and a 5-year-old in that energy. I held her. I stroked her hair. It just wasn't enough. Then she said something to me. I feel like I'm breaking in half, like I'm cracked open and falling apart, and I'm going to die. At that age, a broken heart really does feel like the end of your world. It is a death. Do you want me to rebozo you? She sobbed and said, yes. She was sobbing and heaving and couldn't catch her breath. I had her sit upright on an ottoman and I wrapped the rebozo around her shoulders and torso and crossed the ends and squeezed. She let out a deep breath. I matched my breath to hers and then slowed it way down. I don't know how to handle an epic teenage meltdown, but I do know how to hold a woman who's falling apart in labor and postpartum. So I did that. She was a woman falling apart. She needed to be held. My arms weren't enough. She began to slow her breath and follow mine. I, I guided her through some ovarian breathing as I squeezed harder. I was on my knees in front of her and I leaned in, still squeezing. I rested my head on her shoulder and started swaying. She swayed with me. This rebozo is the arms of all your woven ancestors, women ancestors who have had all their hearts broken. They survived and you will survive. They are holding you as you grieve this loss. I could feel her body release, let go. Her breath slowed. The gut-wrenching sobs became soft cries and then calm. We must have done that for 30 minutes. The most touching thing was my five-year-old, who normally fights with his sister, whispered in my ear, what are you doing to sister? I'm squeezing her because she feels so sad. He grabbed one end of the rebozo and squeezed two, and then wrapped his arms around her and swayed with us. When she was calm, we tied the rebozo tight, and she sat with it squeezing her for another hour or so. I rubbed her shoulders, back, and arms. 
I have used the rebozo countless times in my work as a doula and childbirth educator, but last night it saved my ass. <laughs> Rebozos may be a piece of cloth, but they are woven with magic and with the hands of women who have gone before us. An extension of my arms in a whole new way. Oh. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh. That's so beautiful. (laughs) And, you know, parenting is so hard that any tool that you can have that helps you stop, reframe, and just focus on the now Mm -hmm. and as simple as the breath, like go internal, is huge. Mm Mm-hmm. And to have one that your kids actually like, yeah, that's that's the real kicker there. Well, I, we actually have these. Um, you were talking about like Southeast Asian um, rebozos. Uh, we actually have some that we have um, uh, made for us by the same people who make the Gia's that I have, the ones from Laos, mm-hmm. uh, from my GK collection. The um, right now we're doing a special. Um, I'll send you a link that you can share with your viewers. Uh, but if they go to, um, it's, uh, it's on my website. You can just go to ginacurby.com in, in the shop, but you can get a, um, a, a family rebozo. So these are, they're shorter. So your children can use them. Cause you know, what's a five-year-old going to do with a nine foot long rebozo? So long. <laughs> right? So these are a little shorter. We're calling them the family rebozos and they're soft. They're made out of silk. So when you put it on their face, it's really soft, um, and it's one that they can wear, and like my kids, like wear their um, Uma wears her what do you call it Woody from Toy Story in it. <laughs> um, but right now we're doing that the Rebozo Me Mommy ebook presale with the family Rebozo, um, and it's uh, it's like five by six feet long and about twelve inches wide. And right now um, the special is you get the family Rebozo and my book for twenty eight ninety nine. Awesome. Yeah, so awesome. it's super affordable, and it's one that they can have, you know, themselves that they can that they can use. But I always tell people, you know, just CYA is like, don't leave your child unattended with a long piece of fabric. No, and <laughs> um, it's but- and maybe they're even familiar. Also, how does it compare um, fabric wise? Like, how does it compare with the all the like silk scarfs that are a really big play item for um Waldorf kids you know oh yeah well I, I like these because they're um because of the weave uh it's uh the texture of it when you're using it on your kids like um uh, when I like roll them from side to side with it uh it really sticks to them it's not like super soft and silky so um uh, nothing's gonna like slip when I'm using it on them okay cool uh, and I like that because of that but um you know if if you don't have a rebozo or you don't don't have it in your budget to get a family rebozo, it's okay. You know, anything will work in a pinch. But um, like I said, if if you can, though, I always try to um, support uh, indigenous peoples who who make things like this. But I I love them. I I love the ones that we got. They're super soft, and my kids just it's great to use on um, uh, when we do the the blindfold technique because it's super soft. Mm-hmm. No, and it's nice to have one thing that's dedicated to that because it, then you're you're adding meaning to it. It's not just the towel that you use right. to like you know wash something and then dry a spill and then rebel. You know. Yes. Yeah. It it has the meaning and the significance that the kids also attach to it. Like just by seeing it, it brings calm. 
Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, Pavlovian thing. And that's that's what I talk about in my workshop with moms. Like I encourage those couples to practice before labor so that when she is in labor and it comes out, she's like, oh, yeah, okay, good good things are coming. Absolutely. So can you share another technique? We've got the tent. We've got the blindfold. Oh, sure. Golly. Okay. Let's, um, let's just talk about, um, cause I've already talked about this, uh, with when I go to births, like I said, sometimes I don't use it. And the only thing I'll do is just wrap it around, um, their shoulders. Like that story that we just heard, mm-hmm. that is, that's everything. It's that grounding and getting them like, let's say, I'll give you an example, like uh, Charlie bit Uma the other day. So you put like, I, I'm like, come over here. And she, she knew she did something wrong. So I said, I want to talk to you about this. I mean, I just I wrap the rebozo around her. And every time I do that, I always feel like I'm Wonder Woman using the golden lasso. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kind of, they'll break down and tell you everything when you do this. I mean, women in labor and your kids, you just wrap it around their shoulders and kind of like, um, almost like you're tying them up, kind of squeeze them. And what I love about the rebozo, it's like an extension of your hands, like an extension of your arms. Like if I could have an X-Men quality, it would be like shoot rebozos out of my hands. Because <laughs> like it gives you more um, more space that you can touch on them. You know, I only have my little hands and my arms uh, to, to love on my family with. But with the rebozo, it's like I can love so much more of them all at once. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And absolutely, the weight of like kind of pulling down a little bit and then talking to them and getting them to like engage with you face to face in a non-confronting way, in a way where they feel like safe, where like, okay, I can tell you why I did that. Does that, I, does that make sense to you? Absolutely. And trying, so like, you can see me right now. I'm like really like I'm using my full body to like talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> to help us visualize, you put it on like a shawl, right? And you squeeze yeah. to the front and, and you're right in front of, yeah. of them. Yeah, right so of yeah. Pulling down, like grounding her, like physically pulling her down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's just, it's beautiful. And um, I'm really, I'm really hoping to hear from like a lot of people that they used it and that it's changed their, their parenting. And I think it's like, I'm always looking for ways to help parents integrate calmness for bedtime. And you hear of baby massage and you hear of, you know, different things. But this is, I find a great tool that can grow with the kids and and bring that calm so once you get into the habit like I can see this becoming a a nightly thing and then Uh you can use it during emergencies too right yeah absolutely like there's there's one thing that we do at night um we call it the car wash um and when you start doing it it's going to take a while but like after a couple weeks you just kind of pull it out and start to use it and they go to sleep it's fantastic so I tried it the other day on Annika, on my daughter, and she loved it. We were doing it in the living room, and she's like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep right here. Mm-hmm. It was just before bedtime. I'm like, well, no, you actually have to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you have to do it in bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got this loft bed, so there's no way we can do the car wash there, which is unfortunate. But um, And the car wash is not easy to that's one technique that that's, we yeah, can't gotta, explain yeah you gotta like you have to see look it. at it yeah yeah <laughs> you have to see it 
but um or just get the book it's on sale right now you can save 10 i i extended the sale because i knew we were going to do this radio show um so or podcast so um it's extended for another six days so uh your listeners can still save 10 bucks by just by going to the the link i sent you i sent it on facebook Awesomeness. Fantastic. I will post that on the show notes and um, all the other links that you mentioned and right. to your it's videos. Yes. And um, and also I'll find something about or if you have something about the history of the Rebozo and any other Rebozo related links, send them to me and I'll post them there too. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I've got a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if people are interested in learning more about it, the history yeah. and stuff, they can they can geek out that way too. I know I love to do that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. so happy to know other people who like to geek out on info. <laughs> Such always, a nerd. I'm always learning. I'm always learning. What else? Like that's my, that's definitely after like food that like, that's one of my biggest pleasures in life. Yeah. Learning. So yeah. hence this that's podcast people. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure we're, we're in good company. Yes. All right. So if listeners want to follow what you're doing, GinaKirby.com. GinaKirby.com all the way, or they can find me on Facebook, and it's Ms. Gina Kirby. Thank you very much. M-S-G-E-N-A-K-I-R-B-Y. Yeah, I get it. can't forget the G-E-N-A. Uh, it's spelled wrong, but my, my darling dad wanted me to, to be different, so he spelled it G-E-N-A. I like it. I like it, too. It suits you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your wonderful podcast. I love it. Oh, and I really enjoyed the podcast with Lisa uh, uh, Gillespie. Yay! On yeah, pelvic nice. floor. Yes. Yes. Thanks. So Keep people, doing what you're doing. You're awesome. You are awesome. We will keep bringing. We both Gina and I will keep doing what we're doing so that you all have better births and postpartums and just life in general. Because we yeah. love you all. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're, you, uh, Patreon. So, so everybody needs to, I'm going to tell people to back you up. Back her up on Patreon. I'm going to start, I've got my own Patreon going on too. So I'm excited about that. Yes. I'm doing, I'm going to be doing a weekly episode or a weekly video um, that's going to be like just very me. Uh, I've been a real professional, you know, for the last 10 years on my radio program and it's like, you know, welcome to progressive parenting. And this is um, going to be Gina uncut. Yeah, it's Gina uncut. Essentially, like you know, what my friends get to see when I'm at their house, you know, having a couple of beers, like the real me. And uh, so it's going to be a little sassy, a little crass, a little cussing here and there. Uh, probably a lot of cussing here. That's and there. all right. Um, but it's going to be like a weekly show where I just um, talk about all you know all the things that I talk about, which is you know breastfeeding and babies and birth and. So my show is going to be called Tits, Tots, and Twats. Can I say that on your show? You just did. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you can. That's yeah. the name of it. What are we going to do? My show is going to be about, and um, I'm really excited about doing it and, and collaborating more with my husband because he's my photographer and editor, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And so people will get good information, but like in a way that, I don't know, that they'd be used to if, if they were like my best friend and what they would get to hear. So... That's what I'm doing. And they get an inkling of that if they take any of your courses or, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, or, you know, it's like what you just heard today, but more. But more. But way more. Yeah. <laughs> but with beer. But well, with wine. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, my dear. 
Thank you so, so much for all you do and for being here on here today. And I'm sure we'll have you again in six months. Okay, well, let's not wait that long. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye, darling. Mighty Mamas, I love to hear from you. So share with me your thoughts. And if there's a certain topic you'd like to know more about, let me know. Stay in touch by following Birthful on Facebook or Twitter or subscribe at birthful.com. And a huge thanks to Natural Breastfeeding for sponsoring the show and to all the official friends of the show who helped me do this week after week. If you'd like to support the podcast and join my adventure in figuring out how to do things differently, please go to patreon.com slash birthful. I'm Adriana Lozada. Please join me next week when I'll be talking to another maternity pro to inform your intuition here at the Birthful Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Mighty One. Did you know that if you started listening to one Birthful episode per day at the start of your pregnancy, your baby would be about three months old before you got through all of them? That is so much birthful. So to ease us into the summer and to help you catch up on your listening, we're going back to releasing one episode per week instead of two. Now you know.